Welcome to the Dada Chronicles. This podcast is all about the unique stories of amazing individuals from all over the world. They talk about how their lives came about before, during, and after this thing that we call the pandemic. Hi, my name is Sonia, and I will be your host for today's episode. Song check. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin, I don't know what's going on with my Skype. Do you want to try it again? Uh, I've been trying on my phone and on my PC, mm. but but you know, um, it's actually just like a video. We actually just need the video so that I can like uh, give you a message. Like, let's say, oh, we have five minutes left, but I think we should be good without the video if you're okay with it. Um, yeah, or we could do Zoom. I think. Yeah, we could also do Zoom. Let me try my Zoom here. Okay, just send me a link because I don't have Zoom. So just send me. Yeah, let me. <coughs> but I don't think I'm. Uh, I don't think I can do more than one hour on Zoom. Oh, really? Yeah, that's the thing. So I'm not sure. Um. Okay. So yeah, I mean, we can figure it out. Uh, just um. Let me try on my tablet. Yeah. See how that works out. Do you want to talk? And you, you mentioned that that house is actually far from the city, right? So people, like, you know how it is right now when people are just starting to get back to work and social or mm-hmm. physical distancing is happening. Yeah. It's very ideal for production teams to actually get filming done. Exactly. It's a huge house. I feel like, you know, people will not be on top of each other. Right. Um, there is a good, there's a perfect app, a huge driveway where people can set up tents and video village. I have a trailer. The house comes with a trailer um, uh, at the back that I and my 
business partner and roommate were going to actually go in there and clear out the trailer and so they can have more of like a DIT station, you know. So it's, it's, it's a house that is ready. And I'm really thankful that I was able to get this house and get everything that comes with it. You know, mm -hmm. my landlord was an awesome, awesome guy. Um, and he passed away in, Mar in May. Oh wow! I just found out yesterday that he passed away. So, um, oh, but wow. you know, I'm I'm really glad that you know he was the nicest guy. He was a filmmaker as well. So mm. it's it's I'm glad that I was able to get this kind of landlord, this kind of deal, an opportunity to, to actually make this business work. Yes, and he understands where you're coming from, where your Absolutely. background is from, and what you do. Absolutely. So he's very he is very understanding and supportive of your needs. Exactly, exactly. So you exactly. know how it is in California, uh, there's, there's an, there are certain areas there where they don't just, where they don't like it if you're filming. You're filming. Yeah. You know, so, or they, or they start to send you the bill. Okay. <laughs> they see that you're taking out your cameras and, I know, but it's it's very it's it's very secluded. Um, our neighbors are not on top of us. I've not really seen a neighbor. Like my my neighbors on either side, the left or right, I've never interacted with them. Never have I seen them. So it's it's really really good. And um, yeah, I can't wait for this to actually go further. Right now, production has started kicking back in you know, with stricter um, regulations when it comes to social distancing and testing. Uh, and so I'm just hoping, like, by the end of the year, we should be, you know, onto something really amazing as to where the cost of furnishing the house, you know, would have broken even at that point. Yes, yes. I really believe that, in God's perfect timing, everything will will fall into place. And I think this lockdown has been both a blessing and also, also a curse. It really depends on how people would see it because some people, some people lost, uh, lost uh, their families or, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or loved ones or friends because of the lockdown. And for some people, they've created something good yeah. out of it. They've had realizations and there there has been uh, a, a change, a shift in the atmosphere that that is actually waking people up all over the world, including America. So... It's yeah. really up to us if we want to see it in a bad light or in a good light. It is. I, I see it as both, to be honest. Yes. Um, I see it as a good as a good thing um, because it made me one thing. So one thing I'm not good at is keeping in touch. I am terrible at that. I know um, it. <laughs> I'm terrible at keeping in touch. Um, out of sight is out of mind for me. So I'd rather <laughs> drive or we set up dinner or something than actually be on a phone call. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I can't commit to a phone call if we say, oh, yeah, we're going to you know, call me next week. I'm, I will never call her. Just, I'm just horrible <laughs> at that. But if we say, let's meet up for lunch next week, absolutely. Anything I'll, involving food? Uh, well, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, but anything that involves, you know, food things, cannot be absent. It can't. Cannot. Listen, when people break bread, do you know what breaking yes. bread is? Like, it's literally <laughs> the most beautiful ceremony ever. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Because I believe Jesus loves food. He, oh, he did. He did. He loved it a lot. You know, most of his miracles were centered around food and drinks. Right? Yeah. Fishes and loaves, wine. Wine. Listen, he, he, he loved it. Um, so, but with the quarantine, I was, you know, I got into the habit of keeping in touch with my family, calling them way more often, um, keeping in touch with my friends, and you know, that made me feel good. That made me feel like, um, okay, this is a this is a part of me or this is a side of me that I need to work on better. But I'm doing a good job right now. No, I, I I before the quarantine and the lockdown, I thought I would die if I didn't go to the bar in a month. Oh my gosh, really? I love going to the bar. I don't drink alcohol, yeah. but I love music and I love the atmosphere. I love people mm. enjoying themselves. I love people having a good time. So, um, yeah, it just... Have you ever been to a music festival? I have never been to a music festival. Yeah, I have I think, never... I think this will change your mind about bars because when I stopped going to the clubs, to the bars, I, I preferred music festivals over mm -hmm. clubs and bars after that yeah um i i've never been to a music festival i've been to two concerts my entire life one concert was for a band named i can't remember them i, think, <laughs> I can't remember the name of the band i think i think they, they, I, i'm sure they'll remember you the lion the lion and the heart Ooh. it was a concert in san diego I knew just one song from them. Um, and the people that headlined for them was a band called Dreamers. And I knew just one song. So the entire concert that was around two hours or two and a half hours, I knew just two songs. Uh, and the two songs I knew, other people did not know them. So I was the only person singing along. <laughs> it was a terrible experience. But, I mean, that was my first time in San Diego, so I was like, I'll take it for what it is. And then my second concert that I went to was a birthday gift from my friend. He took me to see Ario Speedwagon uh, mm -hmm. in downtown LA, and I loved it. We were the youngest people there because Ario Speedwagon is from the 80s. Yeah, so, I know them. So, you know... I think my... I think... Uh... Green Pass listen to them, but I still love them. I, I love like them. Yeah, like they're on the level of BGs and uh, exactly. Right? Yeah, because I love BGs and I love also. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to Aria Speedwagon Bagel, and that's it. I've never been to a music festival, um, necessarily. 
Mm. I think I lost you on the video. Um, I think I'm coming back to the video. So, music festivals are kind of the same way. Mm -hmm. And there's all sorts of music festivals. Uh, music festivals for rock bands, music festivals for EDM, arts and music festival. There's all sorts. There's also arts and music festivals where you can camp for like three days. There's Coachella. Yeah, Coachella. There's, I don't think I can ever do that. I, uh, yeah, there's I, Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland would be on my bucket list. Tomorrowland, is that the one that happens? Oh, how's Tomorrowland? It's a, it's a music festival that happens for days, like days. And there's like different tents. Mm. That's like the, uh, well, this is how they call it. But Tomorrowland is the mother of all um, EDM music festivals. Oh, okay. As so, far as I know. You see, I don't like EDM music. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I think like when the beat is thumping, that just makes my heart beat really fast. And I feel like there's oh, a really? um I love, I love music from the 70s and the 80s. Oh. I love it. I love psychedelic rock. I love rock. I love blues. I love jazz. I love jazz, yeah. There's so, also jazz music festivals. Yeah, but I wouldn't go there as well. <laughs> Because I feel I'll be the youngest person there. No one my age will go there. But but it depends on the scene, right? If I go to Chicago, if I go to Boston, if I go to Louisiana, the jazz music scene is more age appropriate, and I think I can really get into it. You know, but like yeah, I'm sure I'm sure there's a there there are kids our age. <laughs> kids, <know? laughs> exactly, kids. <laughs> our age that will actually love jazz music and mm. all of these things. I think, I, I mean, come on, Comic-Con. I mean, Comic-Con has attendees oh. that are, you know, that are like in their 40s and 50s. I right? know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're you know, right. so. I think it's just that I've always had an ear for music. Yes. You know, I've always had an ear for instruments. And I do not, I really appreciate um, computer-generated sounds. Yeah. I love when the sound comes from an instrument, when it comes from an emotion, when it comes from chemistry between different instrumentalists, you know, in a room. So that is, that is why I love, you know, for example, live music. And I love music from more of like 70s and 80s because you couldn't be a musician if you didn't know or if you didn't have a band behind you that had your back and you could feed off energy from. You wouldn't be successful at all. Right. So I think, I think the type of music festivals that would really suit you are the live performance music festivals. Yeah. Yeah. Coachella is like that, right? Uh, I think it's a combination. Yeah. It's a combination as far as I know. I they have DJs and then they also have live performances on separate dates. Yeah. The thing about Coachella that I just don't like is just the whole, you know, 
what's the word? You know, it's very elite, you know, like everyone in mm. LA goes and it's just like, it's a classist kind of thing. And that's not, mm. you know, people spend a lot of money on these tickets and they get, you know, the nice houses in Coachella Valley, you know, and it's all about the parties and the friends you meet. And, and it's not that, for example, Burning Man, you, you know about Burning Man, right? We also have Electric Zoo. We also have Panorama mm. out here, and they cater to a they cater to different uh, different audiences. And yeah. the music festival in itself on different days they have different stages, so they call it stages. So there's a stage where this DJ plays the song, or they have a, a stage where it's a, it's a different DJ or, or for a different music festival, they have a stage where a live performance is happening. Yeah. I've never been to Burning Man, but... They I've say been. it is a life-changing experience. Really? Yeah. People say that the unity at Burning Man, it's like none other. You know, everyone is the same. Everyone is weird. Everyone is expressive. You know, so that I would say is so beautiful. So, so beautiful as compared to just, I don't know, like something like Coachella where it's more people going out to get attention. And, mm -hmm. oh, hey, come see me. You know, Burning Man, they are, they are not headliners at Burning Man. It's just people that want to escape, you know, the concrete jungle, which is called the world, you know, the world really, and just go into the desert and just be free. So mm. I, really, I really want to go to Burning Man and I'm actually planning on going to Burning Man next year. I would love to go to music festivals as uh, you know, an attendee or maybe an artist. Because when I was going to all these music festivals, it was mainly for work. Oh. It wasn't really coming out there to to attend enjoy. and enjoy oh, yeah. corporate work. Now, thinking of it, um, I think I've been to another a music festival. Maybe a concert. I would say it's a concert because, you know, this is, this happens overnight. But it's a Christian music concert that happens in Nigeria every December. Mm. So we have artists, gospel artists from the States and all over the world that come and perform. We've had Yolanda wow. Adams. You know, we've had wow. John Don Moen. Um, we've had a lot of... Yes, we have Sissy Winans. We have we've had um, um, Thai Tribet. We've had all these people come to Nigeria, and it's just the most amazing experience. Just nonstop music overnight. So it starts wow. starts at um, ten p.m. and it ends at five a.m. Really? Yes. Wow, at five a.m. That's really cool. And you guys just worship the you whole just worship. day worship it's out it's outside you know in like a stadium it's great that that i've, I've been to that twice um wow so yeah so that's that, the kind of music festival that will probably suit you of course of course i i love i loved going to that 
Um, I think everyone being there at the end of the year, it happened every December. So at the end of the year, just being grateful um, for the year so far, I think it's a great thing. And it just prepares us for the new year on a positive note. And I would love to get to one of those. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to have it this year during with the whole, you know, lockdown thing. But, you know, my country, we're handling it. Our cases are far less mm -hmm. than other parts of the world. Mm, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. And it's an open... It's an open arena, so yes, I don't think yes. it should be a problem. In the a, only concern with this uh, virus is if 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 the space is very enclosed and there's no air circulation, that that's going to be an issue. That is uh, an area, a, a location for the virus to really um, exactly. incubate, you know? Yeah. Like, like out please. here in, in my apartment, I really see to it if it's not raining i open the windows exactly and then i just close them when i need to but all throughout the day if i can keep them open they have to be open one thing i noticed actually in in new york with the restaurants here here in la we have this glass or people are putting this shield a by, face shield? No, not a face shield. So by each table or booth in a restaurant outside, there is this shield, this transparent shield. Oh, yes, yes. I see one of those. I'm like, what is the problem of that? I have no... Like, to me, that makes no sense because people feel like the virus walks in a straight direction. No, <laughs> this is floats. <laughs> if it's not gonna go straight, it's gonna go by the side. Yeah, so, or by the side, or, or, or up or down. Like, what is the purpose? <laughs> what is the purpose of this shield? It makes absolutely no sense at all. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know that's a good observation because out here we don't do the shields. No, we, yeah, you guys don't. But here in LA, like most restaurants have the shield. And I've been wondering oh. if I'm missing out on something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Just, just some extra precautions, I guess. Yeah, but I think, I think that, is, that is something that no one actually thinks about or no one has actually thought about and they just went ahead to do it because they saw other people doing it. Like, you know, for example, when the stores were being vandalized and sprayed on everyone magically had the time and money to actually board up their stores but they never had the the time to actually go out into the street and protest and why are you boarding up your store you they had no idea they're like oh people are boarding up their store no no people are not just gonna go vandalize stores you know, it was more of a thing where people were targeting stores in their paths and things like that. If you're not in its path, then you're good. If you're in its path, then yeah, you have to get worried or whatever. And people are putting signs, black-owned business, and they're, they're writing that sign, black-owned business, and putting it right in front of the windows. 
There's some stores that I've been to and I saw that sign and I knew that there wasn't a black person owning that store. But, you know, whatever you have to do, it's just like, you know, in the Bible where um, the, you know, is it, it's not the, was it the Passover where mm. God said, put, put, kill a lamp and put the blood right on your doorpost. And my yes, it's angel, the Passover. Exactly. So my angel is going to pass by. Yeah. So literally, that, was, that was what was going on that people put the signs black owned business right in front of their stores so they wouldn't get vandalized <laughs> it's crazy oh my god armenian owned businesses put black owned business right there so, yeah, I'm like, this is a hookah place this is a hookah lounge what black person owns a hookah lounge? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you'll never know. I mean, you never know, but it was just a very, very funny thing. Um, so I think it's just the fear you know, that... You know, maybe grandpa loved them hookahs, you know? I don't know if grandpa loves hookahs. <laughs> <laughs> that's just... That's just a funny thing that I've observed. I mean, lots of observations during this this year that on a normal day would just breeze past my head. But, you know, I was more, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But that, that, was, that was a very funny observation that it, you shared. Oh, yeah. And a very nice comparison. It is. It is a very nice biblical comparison. It is actually the perfect comparison because the only reason why they put that side is so that their stores will not be vandalized because they knew that Black Lives Matter and whatever was was um, not going to, or the movement or the protesters really, uh, or the people that, not really the protesters because I, I honestly feel that there are three people there the protesters, the uh, looters, and people that are doing it for attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the Instagram. For the Instagram. So, <laughs> so I, I can't believe I would, some people are using exactly that type of movement for their own agenda. It's it's crazy, but that's very surprising. And I want to touch up on the looters as well. I wanted to talk to you about that because this this has been circulating around the social media network, mm-hmm. where there are, there are um, there's this group called the Antifa that would ride along with the movement. So I wanted to ask you if you've had any experience during those times where you were doing the protest? No. Um, mm. I never really had the experience of seeing that happen. However, that happens during protests. Mm. People always say there's, you know, keep it, let it be a peaceful protest. Peaceful protests are very rare in history. So whenever we had protests that were monumental, it cost money. There were properties damaged, you know, and it's just part of, it's just part of what protests are. 
Mm. And so I wasn't out there, you know, categorizing each movement or saying whatever. I'm just saying this is because we have to be one. We have to take responsibility regardless. And I have to, you know, see my brother's pain. Yes. I have to be very, you know, I have to be very um, uh, empathetic to a brother's pain. And whatever mm. way he chooses to express his pain and frustration from years and years of oppression and, you know, you know, uh, uh, marginalization and stuff, let mm -hmm. him do so. I'm not going to say, oh, do not vandalize, do not protest, do not, or do not do it. I, I'm not looking out for, oh, that person just vandalized something. No, that person just protested. That person mm -hmm. just voiced out his opinion. And I, as someone that is out here in the same vehicle, carrying the same message with him, I am responsible as well. And it's just the mindset I have. So, and most people had that mindset as well, as to where they didn't really see the vandalism as anything other than a protest. That is what a protest should be. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. Um, businesses are, are, are lost and property is damaged and millions of dollars are, 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 are lost. But we're talking about lives. We're talking mm -hmm. about that in comparison to lives, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, if you look at South Africa, back in South Africa, when, when they had the, the apartheid, mm -hmm. uh, they had a protest, the major protest, um, with the school kids that were killed. Over 3,000 mm -hmm. kids were killed in um, 1976, I believe. Oh, my gosh. 3,000? Yes. School and this was underage huh? yeah they're like high school kids and this was because they were protesting um the law that said that all the textbooks had to be in afrikaans a language they mm -hmm. do not know so you are hiding information from a people in their own country you're forcing them to learn a language they don't want to learn you're then making it hard for them to acquire any form of knowledge because every textbook is in that language. And mm -hmm. so they were protesting. And so they burnt down businesses that were owned by the Dutch or the white people in South Africa. They did. Mm -hmm. they, they did. Lives were lost. Businesses were lost. Mm -hmm. It's not fair at all. No one should ever lose a life. And no one ever should ever lose money they've or, or business they've worked hard so much on however it is is ways where people express themselves in order to get results and right now apartheid is no more in south africa i mean they still have a long way to go because you know there's still oppression here and there but everywhere in the world they still have that kind of oppression but yeah. that gave a lot of results so mm -hmm. i just felt like you know being in the protest i wasn't looking out for or oh, someone vandalizing or someone breaking or looting or anything. You know, I came there with a goal, which was to make sure I've, I lend my voice to this and I am supporting the numbers because the numbers are the power. Mm -hmm. So Power and freedom to the people. Exactly. Exactly. Um, 
that was that was just that was just it you know like you, you can't i just feel like it's just really impossible to compare a life lost to a business that has lost a few chairs and a glass window mm-hmm. you know yes i totally agree i really agree and those are just things you know things you can you can lose you can break you can rebuild exactly and the thing is all these businesses were insured so they have insurance so they're good but a lot yes um knowing california is it's like the state of insurances exactly so but a life is not insured <laughs> you you can't lose your life and come back let that sink oh. in let that sink yes, in yes yes no judgment from me when it comes to someone expressing themselves due to frustration absolutely no judgment Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As long as it's not a self-inflicting uh, mm-hmm. anger that is expressed yeah. towards themselves, then that's something else. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's that, that that's yeah. something called a mental health issue. Yeah, which which you know, I think with mental health, you know that that actually became more profound this time around during the quarantine because people are losing their jobs people are losing their minds they couldn't socialize and a lot of things were happening you know mm-hmm. people couldn't yeah. stand each other and stuff so mental health as well is is very is is very important but um yeah i think with that there's always a way out there's always been a way out where we can talk to someone mm-hmm and definitely and you can find some form all you have to do is just talk to someone don't feel alone but when it comes to matters of race the society and the system of the government has made it so impossible for you to get justice and mm-hmm. so sometimes you just feel really helpless and you just have to like explode and that was what happened mm there's no one we can talk to we can we can talk and then they say we have to pass something into bill and it takes a while for something to be passed into into the bill or into law and these are things that affect people's lives why is it taking so long they say it's too expensive to pass a bill and you know yeah but you know with mental health yeah. you have to talk to someone and you know have a village of support and sometimes that actually gets you out of that Mm, that's true. And with all with all of these things that's happened, I'm really hoping for the best. I'm really hoping for the best for this country, its citizens, yeah. and uh, for people who have lost both lives and businesses. I pray that this will be a season for them to actually rebuild. Yeah. And for healing for and and for realizations. Absolutely. You know that there's a bigger enemy out there and yeah. we battle not against the flesh and blood. Yeah. So that's how Mr. Stevie Wonders would have said it when I went to his concert. Oh, I need to talk to you about that by the way. <laughs> you did. Mr. Stevie Wonders tribute. So but um he he mentioned that in his uh, tribute concert a few years ago when I went to LA 
Mm. And um, he's actually right because you know it's it's we need to get past that spirit that is trying its best to divide, destroy, mm. and conquer. Yeah. So um, yeah. So th- that that is my hope and dream for. For the American people, for us, the Americans. <laughs> but let me tell you about Stevie Wonder. The Stevie one second. One second. Let me get my charger for my laptop, and then we can talk about that real quick. <laughs> okay. Better not run out of batteries. So um, I went to Stevie Wonder's concert, right? Hmm. I thought it was just gonna be him. A tribute concert, Stevie Wonder's 50 years in the business and whatnot. Okay, so before he comes out, there came Beyonce. Really? <laughs> yeah, she opened the she opened the performance. Uh, there came Annie Lennox, Ariana Grande, Babyface, Gary Clark Jr. You know Gary Clark, but he's a very talented git- guitarist. Okay. Okay. And um, who else? You know all of these. All of these. Um, Famous musicians, Lady Gaga. What is she doing then? <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she sang for Stevie Wonder's. She's okay. almost all of these famous musicians that you see. They paid a tribute to Stevie Wonder's. I think uh, there's only a handful of musicians that I wasn't able to see. Uh, I think I wasn't able to see Justin Bieber. I wasn't able to see uh, uh, who else. But yeah, I mean, a handful of musicians. But there's quite a whole bunch of famous musicians that look up to Stevie Wonders. And he actually said, he actually included this in his speech that you know, we battle not against flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. And because uh, he's Christian. So, yeah. And, and you know how he makes, you know how he jokes about him not being able to see? Yeah. He, he turns it into something funny because the, the show actually started late. And he apologized and he said, Oh, I'm so sorry I'm late, guys. I got stuck driving in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, if if I was on TBN right now, this they would catch me lying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's really funny. No, so, yeah. Did you watch how long was the concert? I think an hour, over an hour and 30. It, it was one of those tributes where LL Cool J was hosting it. Ooh, that's it, a good one. They aired it on CBS. This was like three years ago. And you know how oh. much I bought the ticket for? It's 150. 150 for all of those, for all of those musicians. Wow. You think about it. You pay for Beyonce's Beyonce's concert, how much? The cheapest would probably be 300 Yeah. 
It's really for all of those, come on, seeing LL Cool J, Lady Gaga, Annie Lennox, Ariana Grande, Babyface. <laughs> you know what I mean? Combine all of those, you know? I've never been a fan of Lady Gaga singing. I, I didn't go to see Lady Gaga. I went yeah. to see Stevie Wonders. Yeah. You no, know? and I didn't expect that you know, they would pop up there because I was really expecting Stevie Wonders. Oh my gosh, Marvin, Stevie Wonders, Grandpa Stevie. Love his music. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of concert I want to go to. I think right now there isn't any artists Okay, okay, no, that's a lie. There are just two musicians or two artists that I would love to go to their concert. One is Def Leppard. They're an 80s rock band. Yeah. And the other band is The Struts. They're more of the their newer rock band. Um here they're from the UK as well. Mm. Just two people. That's it. Now I'm like I would also, I would love to go see the Sheens, but with the Sheens, I think I just love hearing them from my radio and I'm good. You know, like they don't have like a performance. They're not like a performance kind of band. So they might just be standing there singing and I might mm -hmm. get oh. a move. So the Struts and Def Leppard for sure, they'll be moving on the stage. And that's all. I, I really... You know, the, the people that I would have loved to see, they're all dead. <laughs> Sadly, they're all dead. So, you know, I just get to listen to them on um, the radio, really. Mm. Yeah, I would love to see some, some BGs and I would love to see those. Yeah. I, mean, all, all I would love to see I would love to see Mariah Carey I would have loved to see Whitney Houston but she passed away too early so that's that I think for me Fela Fela Kuti I would have loved to see him perform mm. and then a South African there's a South African or there was a South African musician she was literally the most famous and most influential music musician in South Africa. She was a trailblazer, you know, she was an activist, a strong activist. Brenda Fassi, I would have loved to see her perform live. Like Brenda and Fela are my two favorite musicians in the world. Are uh, they still alive? They're both dead. <laughs> Oh. Which is really sad, which is really sad. But they're the only musicians I listen to every day. Because they're because of old age, right? No. Fela died from a complication and Brenda died from a drug overdose. Oh, no. You know, sometimes talent is taken from us, like, really abruptly and, you know, with talent, with great talent comes great responsibilities. So, so true. I totally agree. I really do. So sometimes we don't know how to handle it. Yeah. And especially if you don't have a really good support system. Yeah. You know, if, if you're surrounded by people who 
who are not calling you out on some things that you should be working on or some things that you need to take out of your routine that will cause you to actually uh, that will actually cause your quote-unquote downfall as how as how they would say it yeah you know what i mean so yeah especially in the entertainment industry the industry uh i mean it could be any other industry it can be business it could be education it could be the tech industry um you know if if you have that gift and if you if you don't if you're not aware of what what you're doing and uh these habits that are causing you to go in a dark place it it's it doesn't it looks ugly it it looks ugly on you and it affects your relationship with other people a good support system eh um let's see i think this is how I, this is how i see it right um a good support system is always always required but if you do not love your life you will take it for granted and you think it's other people's responsibility to love your life it is no one's mm-hmm. responsibility to love your life it is your responsibility to love and value your life yes there are some things that influence people and come over people and make them blind to how beautiful their lives are but it gets to a point where like 24 hours a day you can't be blind to how beautiful your life is you know for at least 5 minutes you should be like oh wow let me stop and think about my life so far this is beautiful do i want to keep this of course i want to keep this do i want to stay you know healthy of course i want to stay healthy i'm not saying it's that easy but i'm just saying that everyone goes through stuff and everyone has been challenged by life to actually love what life throws at them and so it's just our duty to love it no matter how it is we just have to love our lives and value our lives it's only that way it's only with that love and value that we then set the standard for what to put in our lives so for what to accept in our lives and for what to take out if we do not value it if we don't know that it is worth xyz they were just taking in trash you know mm-hmm. just taking in trash we're not taking in the good things i think that is that is one thing that um with a lot of with the death of some music superstars that i looked up to you know that made me realize that i need to love and value my life because with people's deaths you know things come up and things come out and people are like oh wow you know they were depressed and stuff like that you know i'm not going to mess with depression or anything but um i think it's it's a really sad thing where you go past the point of love in your life where you don't even value it anymore and you know you put your life into someone's hands or something's hands i should just say and it's it's really sad it's really sad if you love your life you're not going to you you'll be the controller you in here mm-hmm. you control it 
No other person, no other thing will control what lives here. If you're interested to be one of the first to get access to our fresh episodes, hit the subscribe or the like button. You can also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch TV at Alonzo Sonia. That is A-L-O-N-Z-O-S-O-N-J-A. Hope to see you there.